Welcome and happy Thanksgiving. It's week 12 of the Fantasy Football Brothers podcast. My name is Blake and I'm here with my younger brother Carson. Uh, we're going to be doing an abbreviated version of the show, mainly focusing on the matchups, uh, just so we can keep our picks in place. Um, we'll go ahead and do an update here. Carson has 99 correct, 65 incorrect on the year. I have 95 correct and 69 incorrect. Nice. Yeah, Blake uh, just broke it to me that he... Uh... Chopped away at two. It was up by six. Yes, I was yeah. up by six, and now I'm only up by four. So uh, he's chipping away. He's chipping away. Um, but like I've said in previous episodes, we are consistently, I think, going further away from that 500 prediction uh, metric, which I think is kind of impressive, and I'm proud of that. I am proud of that. <laughs> um, but we'll jump right into it with the first Thanksgiving game, which will be Bills at Lions. The Bills are a 10-point favorite, and I think I must I must go with them in this one. Yeah, that's completely understandable. And I think the weirdest part about this is that the Bills traveled to Detroit for their game in Week 11 and yes. then opted to travel back to, uh, back oh, to their home. Yeah, they traveled back after the game, and now they're going to turn around and come back for Week 12. So it's like, why not just stick around for a little while? Yeah, it's that almost a like weird decision. the change of venue is set up for them having the Thursday game the following week so that they could just stay there. So that is kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm joining uh, you on the bills pick. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make my, make my distance up with that. Yeah. If, if the bills offense, Josh Allen can't get it done against the lions defense, then uh, yeah, there'll, there'll be some full panic concerns. Yes. Um, so we'll move on swiftly to a divisional matchup. I feel like a Thanksgiving staple giants at Cowboys. And the Cowboys <laughs> are a 9.5 point favorite, which is, I know that they just smacked the Vikings in Minnesota, but Absolutely. these are t- two teams with winning records, so that's quite the margin, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Identical records, in fact, seven and three each. Yeah, but I do think I have to side with um, the momentum of the Cowboys and pick them. Um, I think it does make sense for them to be the favorites. They were the favorites last week, and we both thought that was weird, but they... They uh, they proved it for sure. They definitely yeah. Did. They proved it. They proved it about ten times over in that game against the Vikings. Yeah. And uh, again, I, you know, I'm kind of relying on you to make some bold predictions here, so I can make up my make up my distance. So no. again, I'm going to go with the Cowboys with you on this one. Uh, you want to go ahead and move on to the next one? Yeah, the next one is the Patriots at the Vikings, the last Thanksgiving game, and this is this is an interesting one. The Vikings coming off of a bad loss, but they're at home against the Patriots who are coming off of a last-second win in a punt return. Yeah, um, baby. Something that's interesting about the Vikings being 8-2, and two, um, they are they have that record and yet have a negative uh, points differential. They have, mm-hmm. I think it's like negative two, so they've uh, allowed two more NFL points than they have well, scored. And when you lose by 38, that's pretty easy yeah, to, that to doesn't help. account that for. Yeah, that doesn't help. definitely sway it for sure. Um... Ah, this one is difficult, and I think you're wanting to pick the Patriots, and I'll let you have them. So I'll go with the Vikings. I'll go yeah, with the I Vikings am going to take the Pats one. here. Uh, no, no surprises here. I am a Patriots fan, and I think that with their uh, superior defense and uh, they have weapons on offense. I know Damian Harris is starting to look healthier, which is good for the team. Uh, the Vikings, I think, just lack in their defensive range and that will uh, be the Patriots 
uh, benefit in that game. Yeah, I definitely, it would be an upset by the spread, but I can see it happening. Um, if the Vikings lose this one, uh, I still think they easily win the division, but that hurts the momentum a lot. So hopefully for them, uh, not a Vikings fan, but hopefully for them, they can kind of get back on track because they did have a very promising looking season going um, up until that tough loss to the Cowboys. Well, yeah, I mean, you're coming off of a game beating supposedly the best team in the NFL in the in the Buffalo Bills, and, yeah, in and Buffalo. then to just get absolutely gobsmacked by the Cowboys is a, <laughs> yeah. it's a bad look. Bad look for sure. All right, we'll move on to the first Sunday game. Uh, bad look. Both these teams are a pretty bad look. Broncos at Panthers. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going Broncos, and I think you are too. We kind of just talked about this right before we started recording. Sam Darnold is going to start for the Panthers. So uh, not super excited for the look of that team, but honestly it doesn't matter which quarterback they pick because it's been very unpromising uh, for whoever is behind center. Yeah, so Melvin Gordon was waived after his fumbling oh, issues. Yeah, you know that that too. opens up the door for Latavius Murray to be a legitimate uh, fantasy asset moving forward. He just is finding his way uh, into that touchdown relevance, much like Jamal Williams, not to the same degree, of course, but... Um, it does open up the door for him. And then Chase Edmonds dealing with a high ankle sprain. Uh, his main competitor being Latavius Murray. His main competitor is Marlon Mack, which has barely gotten any field action this season. Uh, them dropping Melvin Gordon is still so bold. Uh, I mean, fumbling issues. You, you buy that as being a, a rationale for to, to release a previous <laughs> pro bowler? You know multi, what I think it is? I think, I think it's... I think it's Nathaniel Hackett sees the writing on the wall, and he's taken everyone down with him. I guess so. I guess so. Our dad jokingly said, can they waive Russell Wilson, too, once Blake announced that uh, Melvin Gordon had been released. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how it's looking for this offense, and it's really bad. I read off a stat to Blake just before we started recording that... um, don't quote me, but I think it's right. Uh, Jamal Williams, the Lions running back, has one only one fewer touchdown than the entire Broncos offense this entire season. So that's not just rushing touchdowns. That's just total offensive touchdowns. Um, yeah, I buy bad. it, which is crazy, but I do. Yeah, and the thing is that I think Broncos defense is still good enough to yeah. keep a Sam Darnold-let Panthers, um, obviously without Christian McCaffrey, of course. Uh, that team is you know, not really not really in a position to win many games. So I yeah. think the Broncos pull one out here on the yeah. road. That being said, Broncos win. Two awful offenses. You have to think that Russell Wilson can step up. You have to think. Right? <laughs> no, you don't. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Buccaneers at Browns. Uh, Buccaneers are the slight favorite. Somewhat slight favorite. Three points. I'll go with them. Coming off of a bye after their win in Germany. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... I'm going to join you on that. I think that the Buccaneers have kind of uh, gotten the momentum they desperately needed heading into their bye week um, in that Germany game, as you mentioned. And this is the last game, presumably, that we're going to see uh, Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback for the Browns. So we'll see how they send him off because they have already said and announced that once Deshaun Watson is available, he is their starting quarterback. And that makes sense. They've paid this guy out of money yeah uh, guaranteed funds and so they're going to get their money's worth out of him that makes sense uh we'll move on to the next one ravens at jaguars ravens are 
four-point favorite. See you hovering over them. I'm going to pick them as well. Um, Jaguars are coming off of bye, though. So maybe they can be fresh for this one, but I think that the Ravens probably have them handled. But this is this I could see this honestly going either way. I'm surprised the spread isn't a little bit closer. Yeah, there's a lot of games left to go, and I may have hovered on them just to kind of throw you off the scent. I'm picking the Jaguars in this one. All right. um, here's the thing. I I think that <clears throat> I think that the Jaguars also coming off of a bye are going to be a little bit fresh for this game. They are at home. And uh, keep in mind, these these spreads are from Tuesday evening, so things are likely to change between now sure. and Sunday. Um, but I just think the Jaguars, you know, they need some gutty wins like this um, at home to really, you know, kind of salvage their season if there is an opportunity for that. And yeah. Baltimore has looked beatable at times we've seen it so yeah. i think this game coming off a of bye might be a good one for jaguars yeah i don't think that's unfair hopefully it's a good offensive display from both teams i have lamar and etn so i'd love for them both to do very well in this one uh, we'll move on to texans at dolphins you already picked i agree i'm going with the dolphins 13 point favorites that's the biggest spread nope second biggest spread we'll get to a bigger spread later on yeah um but yeah, I think that there's just there's just no way I can imagine uh, the Dolphins losing this game at home, coming off of a bye. There's just too many things in their favor to go against the one win Texans team. So yeah, I think this is a no brainer. I mean, but they're they're catching their stride, right? Isn't that word on the street two weeks ago? Yeah, they they <laughs> hit their stride playing the Eagles on Thursday night, and they have not looked back since. Yep. Okay, uh, next one is Bears at Jets. I, I'm feeling Bears in my bones. Um, even though, isn't Justin Fields injured? Justin Fields is dealing with a shoulder injury. Um, it appears to be on his non-throwing arm, but it is going to limit his rushing ability because, you know, taking unnecessary hits with yeah. a shoulder injury can cause further complications. And I'm banking on the Jets. I'm, I'm choosing the Jets here. Uh, banking on them finally benching Zach Wilson in favor of anyone else because uh, he had mm. a bad press conference after that game yes. against the Patriots. And the coach basically came out and said, Robert Sala said, uh, we have no commitments to Zach Wilson being the starting quarterback. So mm. uh, that's a good development for that team if that's the case because he is god-awful. I've been saying it since he was drafted. Um, and I will continue to say it as long as they continue to start him. So I'm banking on them benching him this week. And I think that a banged up Justin Fields is not going to have uh, as much impact on the field as when he's fully healthy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to change my pick, but I honestly was avoiding the Jets because of Zach Wilson. So if there is word, you know, we don't have that word officially yet, but that they were benching Zach Wilson, that would influence me. But I do not want to pick him. So hopefully... Uh you're predicting that switch in starting QB correctly for yourself because I think that would change their likelihood of winning that game quite a bit. Uh, next one is Bengals at Titans. You know me. I never picked the Titans. Pick the Bengals here. <laughs> yeah, that, that did you in last week because I had them against the Packers and ended up getting that one right. Um, I probably predicted but... an 0-17 season for them. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little harsh because they're 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 not a bad team in general. But um, it was good to see Traylon Burks get involved late in that game. He had a big play that kind of uh, 
uh, inflated his receiving numbers a bit, but still good to see him getting involved. Um, the thing is, I think Cincinnati is just too strong of a team. Even if Joe Mixon sits in this game, uh, there's a potential that Jamar Chase returns for this one. And when it, what it really comes down to is uh, if it turns into a shootout, who do you trust more? The team with T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrow, or the team with Derrick Henry and not much else? Yeah. That, I don't like the one-dimensionality of that Titans offense, so I agree with you. Let's go with the Bengals. Moving on to Falcons at Commanders. I'm going to go with Commanders. I feel like they're finding identity with Taylor Heineke and that offense behind him. Um, although I don't... I think you picking the Falcons isn't super bold. I think that's not that bad of a pick, so you might yeah. be making your... <laughs> you might overturn me this week, and I don't want, it, I would... I don't want it to happen. Okay, I would love me. that. Um, I picked against the Commanders last week. Kind of a bold prediction with it being Houston on the other end of that game. Yeah. Uh, but I just feel like one of these games, and, and certainly the Falcons are a team that give a lot of teams trouble despite their 5-6 and six record. Um, the Commanders are just a team that don't quite have it all figured out, I feel like. And the Falcons definitely have their identity. And so I'm going with them. Yeah. All right. Next one, we have Chargers at Cardinals. Um, do you have any news on Mike Williams and Keenan Allen before I pick this one? <laughs> no, Keenan Allen finished last uh, last week's game healthy. Okay. Uh, didn't play a ton of the snaps, but played the majority mm-hmm. and looked good. Mike Williams did kind of re-injure his ankle, so I think he's questionable heading into this week. Obviously, like I said, this is recorded on Tuesday night. Uh, monitor his status moving forward with this. Um, this is kind of a difficult game to pick, I feel like, because you know yeah. they there have been also been reports on the other side of this that uh, Kyler Murray may not return until after their week fourteen or their week thirteen bye. Wow. So if that's the case, it's another game with Colt McCoy, and like you are suggesting, I'm going with the Chargers as well because I just watched uh, <clears throat> I just watched their quarterback just put up a real fight against the uh, against the Chiefs. Yeah. And I think that the Cardinals with Colt McCoy is not going to have the firepower to get it done, who, by the way, they kind of got embarrassed by 49ers yeah, last week. Yeah, I was about to mention that. A tough loss uh, to the Chiefs for the Chargers, but a close one. And the Cardinals uh, were dominated, as you've said. So I think you got to go with two teams coming off of a loss, but I still think that the Chargers have better momentum uh, in their favor than the Cardinals at the moment. We'll move on to Raiders at Seahawks. Um, I don't know if you're trying to trick me again, but I'm going to go for Seahawks <laughs> where you're hovering. I think that, you know, it was a pretty close game in Germany. They're coming off of a bye, and I think that this team has a lot of trust in their offense behind Geno Smith, and I very surprised. They have more trust in their offense than the Broncos do behind Russell Wilson, and who would have thought that? Yeah, here's the thing is that um... – Vegas went to overtime against Denver at 16 points. I think Seattle can put up a lot more points than 16 on any given week. And uh, this Raiders team is just struggling in general. So I think this is a pretty easy decision. Uh, Ken Walker coming off of a bye. He'll be fresh for this one. And teams love to run on the Raiders. So I think it's a good opportunity for them. All right, let's move on to the next one, which reigning Super Bowl champs versus... AFC former Super Bowl champs. Well, I'll just say the AFC Championship losers, right? Isn't that how far they got last season? The Chiefs, and yet it's the AFC Championship losers that are the fourteen point five point favorite. Not that that's uh, not that far to go in the playoffs, but it's not the reigning Super Bowl champs that are the favorites. That's really what I'm trying to say, and yeah, fairly so. 
We've watched a uh, we've watched a historic collapse, I would say, for L.A. Rams this season, uh, with no Cooper Cup. Obviously, Matthew Stafford being banged up. We do expect him to be available, although monitor his status for this one. Um, but I also think that you know Juju Smith-Schuster could be returning, which bolsters the Chiefs' passing attack. But really, what it really comes down to is Travis Kelsey healthy, is Patrick Mahomes healthy. That's all they really need. Yeah. So, picking the they Chiefs in this happen. one, and yeah. All right. Next one is Saints at 49ers. I'm going to go 49ers. I know that this this matchup has uh, created some amazing games in the past. I think two or three years ago, this one in New Orleans was a super high-scoring one. But I think the 49ers, it's a much different offense for the Saints now, and it's a much different offense for the 49ers in, the, in a positive direction for them. So I think that I'm going to go with the 49ers in this one. Yeah, and I think the biggest story, honestly, for, for New Orleans is that uh, Andy Dalton was able to fight off Jameis Winston for another week, I believe, with that last week's performance. Um, th- three Why? passing touchdowns, uh, three plus passing, or not three plus, three passing touchdowns, um, I think is going to hold Jameis back. And, you know, not that I'm advocate- advocating for Andy Dalton as the starter moving forward, uh, but consistency and stability is always preferred on teams, typically. That being said, the 49ers are. Um, head and shoulders above New Orleans this season, and so we are both picking them. Yeah. All right, move on to Sunday Night Football, Packers at Eagles. Um, A close one against the Colts for the Eagles last week, but I'm still going to pick them. And, you know, it is Aaron Rodgers in prime time. Yeah, (laughs) I'm thinking about it. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to double check how how many we have different. We've got one, two, three, four... So an odd number here. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take the risk on this one. Even if the right. Eagles do not get it done, which I do expect them to, they're seven point favorites at home. Um, we just haven't seen enough from Aaron Rodgers lately. And let's talk. Let's talk briefly about Christian Watson. What do you? Th- what are your thoughts on his usage lately? Because he I, found the end zone not yes. once but twice again. I know. It, it's it's honestly baffling. I know that I saw a tweet that was like six days ago. This was like the night of Thursday Night Football when they played. It was like six nights ago. Christian Watson didn't have a receiving touchdown. Now he leads all rookie wide receivers. Um, (laughs) I don't completely know what to make of it. I still think that it's a little fluky, but I do think it's legit that he sees looks there, and I think that is valuable. It's just obviously not going to happen at this rate. Yeah, here's the thing that I think helps kind of differentiate if this is legit or fluke, and it's that in those two games where he's caught five passing or receiving touchdowns total, he has eight total catches. And at that rate, that's completely unsustainable. I mean, that's better than Um, Gabe Davis's rate and efficiency. That's saying a ton. (laughs) Yeah, obviously you like to see... um, you know more passing touchdowns being scored in Green Bay, but um, I think that this is more likely to fall off uh, just due to regression. Um, it's just it's yeah. it's un, it's an unsustainable rate, and uh, uh, the volume is not quite there yet to make him a, a safe option in fantasy. Yeah, I think that's fair, um, but definitely worth picking up off the waivers. But I'm sure that's already happened in the vast majority of leagues after those performances. But yeah, he has skyrocketed. He skyrocketed up to 78% prior to waivers clearing for Week 12. Yeah, that is... Uh, I get it. I, I do. 
But uh, yeah, don't think it's super sustainable, but worth worth a slot on your roster. All right, All right let's let's wrap it up with yeah with the with the hot matchup of the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I, I think put some more respect on the Colts uh, with Jeff Saturday. Even though they're playing on Monday in this one, not Saturday, but they <laughs> got a win against the Raiders, which isn't saying a ton, and a very close one against the Eagles. So. I think that the Colts are a much better team than they had been most of the season and are closer to what people expected going into the season. Obviously not all the way. People thought they'd be a lock for the playoffs. Doesn't seem like that's happening. But No, certainly not. At 4-6-1, and one, I think that they're going to fall short of the playoff run. But I think that, you know, we're seeing Jonathan Taylor kind of look a little bit more like himself lately. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe getting back in good health, which is always good to see from a bell cow running back. Um, and when it comes to the Steelers on the road, I think that uh, Kenny Pickett is just not quite there yet as a playmaker on this offense. Uh, and it's, you know, no through no fault of his own. He's a rookie. He was thrust into a bad situation to begin with. Um, but I think something that we should touch on is, and I know this is close to your heart, is the fall of Deontay Johnson this season. Yeah, and, you know, it is close to my heart, but there's a reason that I drafted him in no none of my drafts, and honestly, none of my mock drafts. I just... I, I No one expected the impact, the hole that was left by Big Ben's retirement, but it really has hurt this offense and like you've mentioned before in previous episodes Deontay's still getting a lot of targets but it's not amounting to any sort of fantasy consistency at least at what you drafted him at at that high-end wide receiver two arguably even low-end wide receiver one value I just thought that you know that's not gonna be sustainable I didn't think it'd be this bad um but yeah he's definitely taken a hit to the new look of the offense this season and it does hurt my yeah heart. His lowest uh, season touchdown numbers was five as a rookie. He currently has zero, and it's week 12. Yeah, not good. Not good yeah. at all. So not to leave the show on a bad note by any means, we <laughs> yeah. want to thank you for tuning in and, and listening or watching to this. Um, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the holiday with family and friends, whatever you can manage and good luck in your matchups this week. Yeah, we'll talk enjoy, to you next time. Enjoy the football and the football, if you know. If you know, you know. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>